0: Here we go. Uh, we are watching All Quiet on the Western Front this week, uh, which many might think of as a war film, but we kind of think of as a prison what, yeah, what are we watching? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> hold on. We're going to cut that. And trapped no, or we're not. <laughs> all right. That's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm, here we go. Went like Jonathan said, we're, we're going to try not to be distracted. It's apparently not working already. <laughs> um, we're watching Bridge on the River Kwai, which is a great film. Uh, most think of as a war film, but we think of it as a prison break film. So we thought this week we'd discuss our favorite prison break films. Yeah. And my favorite Academy Award, my favorite award of the night is being given out right now. So uh, (gasps) Jonathan, do you want to start us out? Yeah. All right. So uh, my first one, uh, a movie that is not
1: good, but great. Um, The opposite of Copland, Con Air. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh I also life (laughs) because that shit's funny. Uh Chicken Run. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then my favorite, favorite, favorite Fortress. With Christopher Lambert. Yes. Nice. Indeed. That movie is freaking awesome. (laughs) I used to love going to sleep to that movie. Yeah, those are my favorite prison escape movies, okay. And I love Christopher Lambert too. And I love you know that movie, it's great, it's so bad!
0: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, oh. Just a quick update before Zach gets into his picks awesome. Mank picked up cinematography. What I don't, I got that one too. I don't like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am not surprised they, at all. Post production. Color changes or
2: whatever that's called.
0: Uh, that... Yeah, all that day for night stuff. And oh. yeah, it is It is not a particularly pretty looking film. It is no, it's, probably it's, the worst looking of Fencher films. It's
2: adequate, but damn. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that later.
0: Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, Zach, your picks. So, okay. I got Oh, um, Brother, Where Art Thou? Holes. Holes. Oh, what an interesting choice. I <laughs> thought that was going to be on Paul's. <laughs> no, I, I have a couple of weird picks, though, so Yeah, don't I worry. figured
1: you were going to go pretentious on a couple of them.
0: <laughs> no, I, no, no, we'll get to mine. Okay. I,
2: I've tried to stay away from too many perfectly obvious ones because we can all say the most obvious at the end together. But yeah, uh,
0: we'll, uh, we'll count down to it, and then we'll all say it together.
2: Okay. Um, I got Grand Budapest Hotel on here.
1: That one, one I knew Paul would have. <laughs> it, It is on my list. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Toy Story 3.
0: Oh yeah, okay. But, yep, but
2: yep. This one could be the an obvious one, but it's not the obvious most obvious I'm thinking of. Um I also gotta say the Great Escape, which I'm gonna pick up on um also Criterion, on Criterion with my next uh sale they have.
0: Yeah. Um John Sturge is one of one of my favorite directors and mm. that film and uh, uh Magnificent Seven are a big reason why. Yep. So Paul, what are yours? Well, you stole two of mine. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> It's fine. Um, The Great Escape and Grand Budapest were on mine, but that gives me a chance to talk about uh, another great prison break film with Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman called Papillon. Oh, I I haven't seen it. That's a really good film. I think you would really enjoy it. Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Okay, writing that down. Um, They did a remake of it. Do not watch the remake. It's not as good. Okay. I do like Charlie Hunnam, but not, not my favorite. Okay. Um, another one of my favorites, Jim Jarmusch's down by law starring yeah. Tom Waits, Roberto Benigni, of course, star of three Pinocchio films. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> one of them is a veggie tales. <laughs> one of them is a veggie tales. Uh, yeah, you mentioned is, that the other day.
2: I'm going to, I read that. I need to watch it.
0: He has now played Pinocchio and Geppetto. All right. Um, <laughs> I think that's, like, the second time in the last week I've been able to bring up VeggieTales to Paul. Solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not really into a lot of Christian propaganda, but VeggieTales <laughs> kind of rules. Dude, the cheeseburger <laughs> song is the best. <laughs> um, though, I'm glad, Zach, you didn't bring up my my favorite pick on my list that I have. Paddington 2. Ooh, oh, good call. <laughs> nice.
1: All right, so...
2: Let me adjust myself real quick.
1: Uh, If you're wearing sweatpants, stand up when you do it. Basketball (laughs) shorts. Ooh. And ones? No. I
0: don't even know. I think they're just Walmart brand or something. (laughs) They just showed a trailer for In the Heights. I can't wait for that movie. Me neither. Oh, God. The West Side Story trailer. If it's online, you guys need to look it up. I saw Devin Sala just was, like, gushing over it. It's I don't know how Spielberg does it, but that film looks gorgeous. And I can't, we're we're talking about that like three weeks, of the first, the original film, I'm so excited.
2: Sweet. I haven't watched it yet. I'll watch the trailer after, after yeah. this.
0: Absolutely. Every, everybody right. get on that.
2: Want do the quick countdown for the best or All most right. obvious? Yep.
1: Let's go for it. Three, three. two, one. Shawshank. Shawshank. Shawshank.
0: Shawshank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course it's Shawshank Redemption yeah Yeah. the best film of the 90s indeed Mm -hmm. all right let's talk about a movie let's talk about a movie Beautiful people out there in Podcast Land. My name is Paul Workman.
2: I'm Jonathan Pierce. And I'm Zach McCoy.
0: And we are your Oscar Crouches. Welcome back to the Oscar Worstie Podcast, a show where we discuss Oscar winners throughout history and try to determine where the Academy went wrong, if they went wrong, and what film are we watching this week. Zach.
2: We are watching Bridge on the River Kwai, a World War II battle of egos and pride that recognizes both the enduring strength of the human spirit and the utter futility and madness of war.
0: It's Madness. 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 A <laughs> film that is decidedly not all quiet on the <laughs> Western. front. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is this Everybody's First Time?
1: Yes. No.
0: Ooh, Zach, tell us your history.
2: Uh, <laughs> I'm naming no names, but there was a time when I worked at a big box store and I um, did not steal, but paid very low, low, low price for a bunch of items. And, and this movie was one of them and <laughs> I watched it and enjoyed it and, and I don't recommend bad behavior too often. <laughs> anyway but yeah no i i own a lovely they they did these academy award edition dvds that were like gold
0: with the the gold the gold paper Please. sleeve on them yeah yeah oh. i remember those i remember this version too
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it was mine I, I was um probably 20 when i saw it
0: nice um i found out that uh a certain Obi Wan Kenobi won an Academy Award for this film, and I had to watch it in high mm-hmm. school. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Oh Makes my sense. god!" Because <laughs> you know, it was one of those things. Was like, "I, I knew he had to be an actor before Star Wars," but once I found out a film he, he did got him an Academy Award, I was like, "Oh well, yeah, let's do that." Yeah. So, so that is my history. All right, all right. Let's do an Oscar breakdown. Break Harrison Ford's on stage, by the way.
2: Oh! I'm sure my his god. hair must look much better than Halle Berry's.
1: Oh my god, I saw a meme today. It's like, do you know PowerPoint? And it's just like four pictures of Harrison Ford <laughs> doing like his aggressive pointing that he does in the movies.
0: Okay, so... Um, it is a beautiful March 26, 1958 night. And uh, we... Are coming out of only one location this year. We are not, we are no longer uh broadcasting from New York. We are only broadcasting from the Archo Pantages Theater in Hollywood. Hmm. Apparently, we have five hosts on the night, including Bob Hope, Rosalind Russell, Russell, David Niven, James Stewart, and Jack Lemon. Damn.
1: That's a lot of people. Mm, lot a lot of wonderful people. people.
0: It is The first year that the uh, movie industry is footing the bill. Oh, they are no longer expecting television to cover all the the expenses. This is the first year that the Academy themselves and not just the uh, guilds are doing nominations. And uh, I got a couple other firsts here, but we'll get to that. Our most... Nominated film on the night is Sayonara at 10 and Bridge on the River Choir Walks Away at 7. In between those, Peyton Place gets nominated for nine awards and wins none of them, setting the current record for most nominations without a win, beating out The Little Foxes in 1941. Okay.
1: Sucks to suck.
0: All right. Uh, Bridge on the River Kwai wins Best Picture over Twelve Angry Men, Peyton Place, Sayonara, and Witness for the Prosecution. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Lean grabs Best Director for Bridge on the River Kwai. Uh-huh. Alec Guinness gets Best Actor. Oscar winner Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, back to our Oscar breakdown. Joanne Woodward picks up Best Actress for The Three Faces meeting nobody on the bridge on the River Kwai because there are no prominent women in this film. Uh, best Supporting Actor goes to Red Buttons for Sayonara. Uh, and Best Supporting Actress, I'm going to try this, I apologize, goes to Miyoshi Yumeki for Sayonara. She is the first Asian woman to win an Academy Award, which is exciting, because now Jun uh, uh, just won Best Supporting Actress for Minari. Yeah, yay! So we're talking about a, a historic, a historic win on a night where another uh, wonderful Asian actress wins the same category. So how cool!
2: Some nice bookends there.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, guess what? What? Well, guess what is fixed? Uh, A <gasps> screenplay or the, the writing? We only have two writing awards tonight. Yes. Yay. And they will remain this way for the rest of uh, time so far. <laughs> <Thank> yeah. <us. laughs> uh, at, least, at least through the 93rd Academy Awards. Excellent. And uh, that is best story and screenplay written directly for the screen it goes to Designing Woman. The show uh, from
2: the 80s, wasn't it designing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, with uh, <laughs> Delta Burke.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Annie Potts. Annie Potts, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, best screenplay based on material from another medium goes to Bridge on the River Kwai. Uh, best foreign language feature goes to Knights of Ke- uh, Kiberia for Italy. Uh, best documentary feature goes to Albert Schweitzer. Best mm-hmm. live action short subject goes to The Wet Back Hound, and I did not like saying that title.
2: Oh, geez. Yeah.
0: I don't know who received that Academy Award specifically, but uh, I guess that brings us to our podcast within a podcast, Walt Disney Oscar Watch. (laughs) Brings us to Best Short Subject Cartoons. Uh, Walt Disney is nominated for The Truth About Mother Goose. He loses to Birds Anonymous. Birds Which, anonymous. Sylvester and Which Tweety. is Sylvester and Tweety Yeah. <laughs> so, Caitlin's thrilled, I'm sure.
2: Mm. I can feel her mean mugging through the wall.
0: I'm a little sad because it beats out one droopy knight. A droopy dog? Yeah, why hasn't droopy dog got an Academy Award? Come on, guys. All right, uh, best score goes to Bridge on the River Kwai. Best Song goes to all the way from The Joker is Wild. Okay. Best sound recording goes to Sayonara. Best costume design goes to Les Girls or Les Girls. Boy, that is two different movies, I think. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> L-E-S. So it's either the Girls or it's like some guy named Les Girls. <laughs> N- <laughs> sure. I'm not going to look it up. There's also a third option,
1: but I'm just not going to go ahead and say it.
0: I, I know what you're saying, but there's only one S in Les. So. Or Le or whatever. Les. Les. Les girls. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay. Oh. I don't know why that took me so long. Maybe because I'm trying to do an Oscar breakdown and watch an Oscar <laughs> ceremony at the same time. <laughs> I want to watch Jonathan's version of this movie, though. Uh, best Art Direction goes to Sayonara. Best Cinematography goes to Bridge on the River Kwai. Of course. Best Film Editing goes to Bridge on the River Kwai. Mm-hmm. Best Special Effects goes to The Enemy Below. Um, our Honorary Awards are back. They are being given out to Charles Brackett for Outstanding Service to the Academy. B.B. Kahane for Distinguished Service to the Motion Picture Industry. Gilbert In. Bronco Billy Anderson for <laughs> motion picture pioneer for his contributions to the development of motion pictures as entertainment and the society of motion picture and television engineers for their contributions to the advancement of the motion picture industry. Our Gene Herschel's humanitarian award goes to Samuel Goldwyn. Okay. Also found out tonight that, uh, a the motion picture in television, uh, society that picked up the Gene Herschel's award was started by Gene Herschel himself.
2: Oh, that is awesome. Nice. And you said it was the first charity to win. That is correct. In 2021.
0: That hmm. is correct.
2: I believe Bronco Billy, the guy you mentioned also invented the Bronco Berry sauce from Arby's. So
0: thank him for Ebert. that. You know, it's like Ebert once said, no, uh, no bad movie is short enough. No good movie is long enough. Right. I don't know. It
1: was like the perfect. One. Just watching that roller coaster. i just Obi-Wan. Like. Get out of the way you fucking asshole. I love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, mm. I. um, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I love
0: this movie.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't know what I was going to get. And I was happy with what I got there's just not much to not like about this movie.
0: If anything. Yeah. It's, it's taught it's nail biting. It's such, just such a fucking ride. Yeah. I was, um, it,
2: it's really such a template for a lot of movies that follow of this, of the war kind of band of brothers type thing. Mm-hmm. Got A lot of in-depth, um, building of, of various characters and, and everybody has their own little, something going on i really enjoyed that
0: yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna be watching a film in about 20 weeks that reminds me a lot of this movie Hmm. jonathan's (laughs) trying to do the math on it
1: (laughs) i am trying to do the math on it but uh really the only problem that i had was and this is an issue when things are based off of uh you know books and things like that not knowing the source material and um the william holden's character when it gets to kind of like after he's been rescued just kind of kind of comes off a little buffoonish where it's like yeah like cool you know you did what you had to do to survive and you kept the the title and everything but now you're just kind of coming off as a coward for a guy that kind of went through some shit that you know i can see not wanting to go back but the way that it, the choices that were made for that character I, yeah. I, I just like I said, feel like almost buffoonish a little bit. Uh, he
0: he seems like a guy who will do anything to survive. Sure, and it, going back into into this situation is <laughs> not a way to do that. <laughs> um, and and I I love that they really start painting him that way because you know as soon as you meet him in the beginning, he they're standing over graves digging him, and he's making all these jokes about it. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, you know, like, if if making jokes about these other guys dying is going to stop me from thinking about my own death, that's a way to survive. Sure.
2: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Jonathan. He, I think, um, if not buffoonish, he's at least like a bit panicky as he's caught in his lie, and he's like, "Oh crap!" And he's like out of character.
1: And <laughs> well, see, like, and that's like it. It was more in the situation to like, oh, so now I don't have to go. I, can I not go now? Can he <laughs> go for me? Like, yeah. like, I know you're trying to get out of it, but I feel like this could have been done better. Yeah. But outside of that, though, I, I just. Yeah. God, the movie was so. So good. Yeah. And it's just incredible. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I just well, I could watch Alec Guinness do anything. And then watching him in this movie it doesn't make sense what he was trying to do. Like it, cool. It made sense. Build the bridge, you know, show, Hey, you know, we, we can play with Legos and we're really good at it. <laughs> but <laughs> I just, he, he spends the entire film going because I'm in the British military, because I am in the military, I am a soldier. I'm an officer in the end. It just kind of was like, I don't know. It kind of came off. A little Stockholm syndrome syndrome for not being a word. But I I don't know if that was just to keep him like that was the only thing keeping him sane. And I feel like I don't know, I feel like he would have wanted it to blow up so he can do it
0: again. Right. So uh um, quick quick update. Soul just won best score. I think I got soul. I think I got soul. Yeah, I think we pretty Yeah. I think I predicted soul was going to win, but I really wanted to defy bloods. Cause I, yeah, he, he should have won for uh um, black Klansman. And he didn't.
1: Yeah. yeah. Nope. Trent Reznor and his three key keyboard.
0: <laughs> the way this action just continuously ramps up and yeah, the, the mounting danger of everything. And then watching Guinness's character, just, completely become a collaborator
1: yeah so (laughs) watching the colonel Saito throughout like once he kind of was like all right we'll let them build the bridge watching this look of confusion throughout the rest of the movie like why are you confused like is it because they're doing a better job is it you're rethinking your life choices like it just he looked sad about things yeah. working out
2: mm-hmm. for me, I don't and know I loved it, yeah, I don't know if everybody else looks at it the same way or if it's the intention, but the whole the whole thing between the the colonels and and it's just to me it, it illustrated how ridiculous and and silly it all is in the end. it's like you're fighting this war and you're prisoners and there's rules of war and it's like you can't do this you can do that uh if i kill you and bury you who's gonna tell and like for me when saito's like watching them my training tells me that i need to honor the bushido or whatever and and, and am i betraying what i'm supposed to be doing because we share a common humanity and they're working effectively i should be harder on them because they're the enemy and 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 then, like you know, like you said, Jonathan's like for uh Guinness's character it's like the Stockholm syndrome, and it's not until the end that he realizes holy shit, I've just been <laughs> basically aiding the enemy by being a prideful s o b
0: yeah, yeah I mean
1: yeah
0: he he ends up getting William Holden and his little squad killed and then uh. it leads to his own death it oh God like. All the madness. Madness. It's madness. <sighs>
1: I'm sorry, but that ending was a little goofy. <laughs> like well, yeah. don't just I, don't <laughs> I love that whole sequence. <laughs> I just I don't I don't know where you would end it or how, but
0: that just it's madness. Madness <laughs> And I like that the end that the end there, because you've yeah. killed pretty much all the main characters. Like, where, <laughs> where are you going to go now? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I Maybe it's just of the time or something that the way it's filmed, it, it maybe it would be a little more dramatic or different angles or something today. And some It's aged awkwardly, but I, I still think it's a
1: good ending. Yeah. That's another yeah. thing. Age wise. I think this
0: holds the fuck up. Yeah, like, it, oh God, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It is so beautifully shot. Yeah. David, David Lean knows what he's doing. David Lean is just a master. <laughs> you know, the stuff I've gotten to watch of his as we've gone along that I hadn't seen in a long time or hadn't seen at all and mm-hmm. getting to this and knowing where we're going after this. Yeah. Just, I, I love David Lean so much. He Yeah.
2: <sighs> Another William Holden shirtless. Like that man never wears a shirt.
0: I I told Leanne that uh, I believe that William Holden is allergic to shirts. <laughs> that's,
2: that's fair. I, I I believe it too.
1: All right. Well, you know, God, I hate proving Trev, right. Sometimes
0: I know I I want to go on and on about this film. Like it's 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 so hard to God. talk about a movie we all agree is a great movie. <laughs> yeah, we don't really have to convince anybody of anything. Oh, what a score! You know, uh, what a what great cinematography every shot looks like a fucking painting yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah it it it's hard to it's hard to articulate when a film is just really this good because it really is this good
2: yes yeah so it's based on a book which is based on true story but there's some things changed for cinematic value um i need to read more about the Real life events.
0: Yeah, I was reading some about them because apparently, like, this film may have toned down how horrific they were to the prisoners.
2: Yeah, I heard that too. Which is, uh, I mean, I guess they weren't. They were really only horrific to the uh, the officers, although you know they killed some people too. So, <laughs> but building a Well, and, and see,
1: that's the thing is, you never really see mistreatment outside of what they did to the officers and to uh alec guinness is yeah they're putting them to work and you see that they are being mistreated just because of them saying they're being mistreated and you know you see them working on the cemetery Mm -hmm. but you really like william holden's character is able to be like hey guy have a lighter can i chill out in the sick place you really don't see how tough it actually is.
2: Yeah. Oh, here's a, here's a little blip from Wikipedia. Thank you. It said, uh, the notorious Burma Siam railway built by a Commonwealth Dutch and American prisoners of war. Um, Japanese project driven by the need for improved communications to support the large Japanese army in Burma during its construction, approximately, 13,000 prisoners of war died and were buried along the railway. An uh, nice. Estimated 80,000 to 100,000 civilians also died in the course of the project. Chiefly forced labor brought to from...
0: 100,000?
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> chiefly forced labor brought from Malaya and the Dutch East Indies. Oh. So, yeah,
0: that's a bit toned down. <laughs> yeah, a bit... And... Uh, apparently the bridge never went over the River Kwai. <laughs> nice. Uh, boy, small boy boy, all boy. A lie, yeah, all a lie. You know, but that's one of those things where the, this is based off source material, and the source material is what's lying. So this is just adapting a lie, sure. right? Um, Zach, uh, small update. You're a, a uh, her fan, right? Yeah, she. You're gonna have to start calling her Oscar winner. Her,
2: yes, she won for Judas and the Black Messiah, right? Sure did.
0: Fight for you. Hell yeah, it's a great song. Uh they did all the um they did all the performances on the red carpet show, which is something I actually hope they continue to do because that was really cool. I had that. Next yeah. But that also makes Diane Warren still Oscarless. Uh. <laughs> I hate Diane Warren, so I shouldn't say hate that's <laughs> that's a terrible thing to say about a human being. I do not like Diane Warren's music, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you're both shocked to know that this is in the National Film Registry. What?
1: No!
0: (laughs) Could you give me a year, please?
2: 1990. I'm going 95.
0: Zach, you're not on the money, but you have won the prices, right? Hooray! 96? 97. Uh, Which seems criminal to me, honestly. A little bit,
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. But,
0: But Lawrence of Arabia is probably in at this point already, so sure mm. um also i'm kind of sad that i'm missing whatever's going on in the oscars right now because the uh, little rel howry's going around talking to a bunch of people sitting in booths and <laughs> doing some bit with a uh, Questlove who's djing tonight they do not have a full orchestra
1: oh nice
0: uh, okay
2: that's like they're doing some good things tonight
0: i I really like what's going on and I'm gonna I'm gonna be really sad when next year's Oscars is the whole big dumb show that it usually is. Mm.
1: Favorite tweet so far is why does Harrison Ford always look like he doesn't want to be wherever he's at? It's fair. Probably doesn't. Yeah. Probably not.
0: All right. So let's get some 1957 films because it is a list. Mm. Uh that list includes 12 Angry Men, mm-hmm. the original 310 to Yuma, which is amazing. Bridge yeah. on the River Kwai Face in the Crowd, which is also amazing uh, Glimpse of the Garden, which is a short film, The Hunters, which is a documentary mm-hmm. The Incredible Shrinking Man Jailhouse Rock oh. Let's All Go to the Lobby <laughs> It's exactly what you think it is Yes nice.
1: <laughs> Let's all talk, go to the watch. lobby <laughs> Oh, talk, watch
0: You came here, watch it
1: <laughs> oh like it <can> walk out. <laughs> it's one of my favorite intro a movie ever.
0: <laughs> uh Old Yeller. Oh. <laughs> which went in, in 2019. Oh, wow. That's that's a pretty recent entry. Yeah. Yeah. On the Bowery, another documentary. Paths of Glory. Oh, well, okay. uh, which went in '92. In Oh. Uh, sweet smell of success. The tall tea, What's opera, doc? Uh, which I assume is a Bugs Bunny short.
2: Oh yeah, that's a good one.
0: Oh oh yeah yeah, kill yeah, that's the that's Wabbit. The one. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, and will success will success spoil Rock Hunter? Yes. So the last the last two up in this have a uh, question marks on the end. Hmm. Nice.
1: So here's a question. Um when do they do this usually?
0: Like when do they pick the movies? In, in January or February like Yeah, no, I we, think we yeah, yeah, I remember we, we, we covered the 2020 it. class. Okay,
1: so have they added anything from what we've the years that we've seen already? Cuz I don't think
0: they haven't added a best picture from a year we've watched already. Sure. But they have at they did add a best picture from a year we haven't watched but I didn't tell you what it was. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right.
2: I was thinking A Path of Glory was British, but I guess not. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm. There you go. All right, so let's go ahead and get into our Oscar worsties. Or no, wait, our worstie Worstie judgments. Man, Trav got me all messed up by saying I forgot it one time, and now I'm self-conscious about it. Does this movie deserve Best Picture? This was a
2: loaded year. Um, oh, yeah. It, so, like, okay, I'll just name off the the biggest competitors, I think, would be uh, Twelve Angry Men, Paths of Glory. Uh, <sighs> Witness for the Prosecution is really great, too. I think that was British. Oh, that was really good.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it is.
2: Um, another thing, I forgot to kind of bring up when you mentioned best foreign film for nights of Kiberia. eh, Now we're in a year where they're recognizing a movie that was released in 57. So I'm confused.
0: I I think it mostly has to do with American Oh, That's right. That's
2: right. You told me that. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if seventh seal and wild strawberries were released in 57 in America, but those are amazing. Also,
0: Oh, God, Seventh Seal is incredible.
1: Mm-hmm. Every time I hear Seventh Seal, I think of the Seventh Sign. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but ultimately, I think if i am got a gun against my head and say, pick a movie, it's going to be either 12, 12 Angry Men or this, I am perfectly fine with Bridge on the w- River Quiet winning. I do think it deserves it. Uh, I wouldn't argue with anybody who said 12 Angry Men, but sure. Yes, it deserves it.
1: Um I'm going to agree with you but again 12 angry men is so good. Yeah. It's so it's, good. it's perfect. And yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah, I, I I it does deserve best picture. I don't think it would have been my pick for best picture though. Mm. I I think yeah. I still give it to 12 angry men.
0: So,
2: very fair. No.
0: Paul? All right. Um from from my least favorite to my favorite sayonara is garbage <laughs> yeah I've, I've quit before an hour it i i think i tapped out after like a buck 50 like it just wasn't getting any better mm. and i was bored yeah and ricardo montalban you a very name very amazing sir. handsome man huh.
1: ricardo, montalban.
0: ricardo montalban um he uh, he plays a Japanese man. Yeah. Ricardo Montalban is not Japanese. He is not. <laughs> no. And if if you don't know, there is a trope where Hollywood completely uh desexualizes Asian men. Mm. It is still a problem today. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 becoming less of a problem, especially with uh, the amazingly handsome Henry Golding from Sexy Rich Asians and last christmas Mm.
1: i feel Uh, like the academy needs to catch up on these k-pop stands
0: yeah it's incredible that Mm. they just again another one of these 1950s films where they're like racism's bad so let's replace (laughs) the love interest the japanese love interest with a latin man yeah Ooh, that's still pretty racist, guys. Yeah, it's like, I mean, and they had
2: a a Japanese woman playing a love interest. So what's the what's the deal? What
0: like yeah. you're,
2: you're not beholden to that rule anymore. And I just didn't like Marlon Brando in that movie. I have to admit, I hated his accent. It bothered it, me.
0: Yeah, it, not one of my favorite performances <laughs> of his. And again, watching a whole bunch of his performances as of late is um I'm going to not look at my phone right now at all because the in memoriam section is something. No. I don't oh, need that. No. My, no. You know? no, no. Um, yeah. So, um, so that, that film is just terrible. Yeah. Uh, watch Peyton place for the first time. I've never seen this movie before. Mm. It is interesting. Okay. I didn't get, I to watch that. was shocked at how uh, progressive this film was in 1957 and how many times in a film from 1957, still pretty much under the Hayes Code, the word "sex" was just thrown around, oh, okay. <laughs> like legitimately them just talking about teenagers having sex. Wow, like it was weird. Uh, yeah. Just because I just you know you don't think about that from this time, mm-hmm. and so it's just this film about a small town and how gossip ruins people's lives and uh, how it pretty much chases away any young people that could stick around and provide some service to the community, but they don't. It's very interesting. Hmm. Uh, I gave it four stars. I think it's a good film. I don't think it's quite near great. Okay. Uh, Witness for the Prosecution was great. Holy (laughs) crap, that movie was good. Hell yeah. The last, like, five minutes of that movie just threw me for a loop.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I didn't see it coming either.
0: (laughs) Just wasn't expecting it and man Charles Lawton is so good in that movie he is I would not have been sad if I saw that uh, Alec Guinness lost to him he's so good in it Mm. Um, looked at my phone just saw Olivia de Havilland I'm sad again Mm. Um, and uh, then there's 12 Angry Men a film I have a very very fond affection for uh, because mine and Zach's infamous first meeting and not knowing each other during uh the Arsenic and Old Lace show that he saw me in in high school. Mm-hmm. My follow-up play to that was playing the Henry Fonda character in 12 Angry Men. Yes, sir. Uh is...
2: got your criterion copy there.
0: Uh no it's over by the TV right now. I was oh. actually going to here is a plethora of tickets from Ooh. my school plays. And uh I do not see a ticket for 12 Angry Men, which makes me sad because that was probably my favorite role I ever played. Yeah. I love that play. I love that movie. I, uh, the Criterion Edition, if you don't have it, Zach, you own that one?
2: I don't. I have a regular standard DVD version.
0: So, as we were talking about with Marty, it was the Playhouse 60. Okay. And the original Playhouse 60. And another Playhouse 60 from the same writer, starring Lloyd Bridges, is on that Criterion edition. And the original Playhouse 60 is also great. Excellent. Uh, also, if you don't know, the voice of Piglet, John Fielder, is in the film. Hell yeah. All that being said, I, I also think 12 Angry Men is a perfect film, but uh, I just happen to think Bridge on the River Kwai is perfect. <laughs> More perfect. Perfect. Perfectist. The most perfectest uh not the most perfectest but it is right. incredible like i i have a lot of fun watching this movie yes. which is yeah. weird to say because it is you know it's, it's kind not, of it, not much pleasant subject matter <laughs> no not at all but oh man it's so good that i could just i could pop it in and, and have a good time it's yeah uh yes i think this deserved best picture all right so uh well, oh. is this the worst best picture all right, I'm going to tell you something real quick. Okay. This is my new number two. Your number two. Okay.
2: Yeah, still this under Casablanca,
0: but yeah. it beat out on the waterfront. All right. nice. Right. I love this film. This is uh,
1: definitely top five for me, probably in my four or three slot, I believe. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, not the worst. Zach?
2: Uh, no, no. It's at my number eight, which is probably still even a little low but it could probably play bumper cars with five through eight and you know shift those around there but no it's great
1: awesome. all right well um watch this movie it's amazing yeah do yes, watch it uh, we didn't
2: say a whole lot about the particulars of it but i think we saw enough that you can you know get in there watch it and enjoy the things we didn't talk about there'll be some surprises
1: yeah Mm-hmm. I, and you know what? And, and again, I would just want to bring up for a three hour movie. And this is coming off of us just watching around the world of 80 days. <laughs> which was another three hour movie that felt like a six hour movie. Yeah. This one could have, I don't want to say could have had more, but I would have wanted more. Yeah. So, all right, well, we'll go ahead and call it there. My name is Jonathan Pierce. You can't find me on Twitter and TikTok and Twitch at Alltorn underscore Occam. Zach, where are you?
2: Find me on Critiker, Zach Master, X A K K M A S T E R. Short movie reviews there. You can follow me on TikTok at House Havoc. Yeah.
0: How about you, Paul? You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Letterboxd at Father of the Fear across all platforms. You follow me. Make sure to follow me on Letterboxd where you can keep track of all of my rankings. And what are we watching next week, Zach?
2: Next week we are watching Gigi, which you get chant on Amazon, Google, iTunes, Voodoo, YouTube, or watch on Hulu with the premium subscription.
0: Huh, not doing that. Yeah. My my children are gonna be so confused when I watch that next week because that's what they call Leanne's mom.
2: Yeah, that's oh, what they call my mom.
1: <laughs> why 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 are all kids calling her? <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We would like to thank Trav from our sister podcast leveling up with Benjamin Banks for producing our show. We would like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme songs. We would like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Oscar Worsley Pod and on Facebook at the Oscar Worsley Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It really helps us to be seen in the almighty rhythm of Al Gore.
1: It is the rhythm of Al Gore, Al Gore. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: That was beautiful.
0: That was Thank gorgeous.
2: You. Oh, my <laughs> God. I need that as a ringtone. People still use ringtones? I don't know.
0: For Jonathan and Zach, I would like for you all to have a damn fine day.